0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, wa salatu wa salamu ala sharafil abiyai wal mursaleen, Muhammad wa rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam, tasliman kathiran kathira. From my brother, my brothers and sisters, <coughs> the, I thought we'll do a quick reminder about the adab of the masjid, the etiquettes of the masjid. So, let me begin with the, with coming to the masjid itself. We know from the hadith of Rasulullah Sallam, that the preferred thing is to make wudu at home and then come to the masjid. Now, of course, if you are if you are coming from some place where you can't make wudu, no problem, alhamdulillah. But if you are coming from home or coming from some place where you can make wudu, then don't use the masjid facility; use at home. Finish there, then come. Second thing is the issue of parking. Now, sad to say this is a problem literally in every country in the world. Muslims park like they have no brains. Seriously, they park like they have no brains. Because the point is, Allah gave you intelligence to be able to get a good job and to earn money and to buy an expensive car. And then you park this car like you have no... No brain. I have seen people parking on top of traffic islands. I have seen people parking on top of the pavement. Across people's driveways. On people's lawns. Now, where is the mukh? Eh? You park on somebody's lawn. I mean, this is you need somebody to tell you that. Completely insane behavior. Now, the problem with that is, and globally, this is the problem everywhere. Any time that Muslims want to build a mosque, there is a huge outlaw. Communities protest, they go to court, they go to call the police. So you say, oh, you see, people are against Islam. No, no, they're not against Islam. They are against your parking. They're not against Islam. They are against your parking. So please, have respect for yourself. Have respect for your own possession, your car treated with respect people will look at you with respect. Park properly. Here one big issue which my brother Saladdin always mentions, we have handicapped spots. You have people here who come to the and go to the gym and, and, and they lift 300 pounds, but they will park in the handicapped parking. Why? Why? And not as if everything is. there's plenty of other parking. You won't park there, you will park in the handicap capping, uh, parking because it will save you three steps. Take those three steps, good for your digestion, right? So please, parking. Third one, shoes. Again, global phenomenon. I have seen masajid worth, literally worth millions in Kuwait, in Saudi Arabia, in, I alhamdulillah, mean, I travel all over the world. Beautiful, beautiful masajid. You name it, the material, the flooring, the lighting, the wood, Are you Are everything top class. You have shelves for the shoes, shoe racks, made of beautiful Burma teak, right? You can see the beautiful grain of the wood. And mashallah, you can see the entire shelf. You can see all the grain of every shelf of all the wood because not one shoe is in it. <laughs> shoes are all over the place now my point is really think about yourself you have your, you have a nice pair of shoes you leave it there everyone else stamps over it they walk on it is that what you want to do for yourself racks are provided but people will not use racks they throw the shoes everywhere and every once in a while somebody will send you a picture on whatsapp this is a buddhist temple see the shoes this is a Sikh Gurdwara, see the shoes. In Nadillahi Vandala Raj. Fourth point, you come into the masjid, Right? What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? Allah said, Ya bani Adam, hudo zi natakum in the kulli masjidimu wa kulu washrabu wala to srifu in la you musrifin. Go in the best way. So, clothing now. I'm not saying you have to, you know, wear gold brocade or something. Obviously, <laughs> gold brocade is aram to wear anyway. But the point is that dress in a in a in a beautiful way, in a nice way. Alhamdulillah, like we see all the uh, my our elders here, mashallah, are beautifully dressed. But we see a lot of people who come and the standard complaint, right? Somebody even asked me this question. He asked me, Sheikh, my I was praying and this guy is next to me, and. Uh, he went into Ruko and I saw everything. So is my wudu? do I have wudu or not? <laughs> I said nothing happens to your wudu, but his salah is gone. Huh? People come wearing shorts. Children come wearing shorts. Now think about it. Alhamdulillah, you know, I am very happy when I see children come to the masjid. From the schools and so on. So Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. I am very happy. But my point is, you send those children to the masjid, send them in a decent condition. Why do you send them in a way where they are coming here, the salah is not valid because they are wearing shorts and the uh, the, uh, the aura is exposed and everything else and or you come wearing clothes like this. You take all the trouble to come to the masjid, my brother and sister, please really think about this boy. I mean, alhamdulillah, you are most welcome. But please do something. Uh, I brought a cup, I brought a, a, one thobe and, and hung it up there. So for the, But there's one thobe. Now there are like 10 kids. What to do? I have to bring 10 thobes. All my, my whole wardrobe, I'll keep it in the masjid here. Let them wear. Really, please. Don't do this to yourself. I mean, we'll, we'll dress properly. You come to the house of Allah. Then you come late. Okay, no problem. Alhamdulillah, we came late. Now, what must you do? Asura said, walk with dignity. And come and join the jamaah Whatever you wish, to make up. But people run. This is against the Adab of the Masjid. The Masjid is the place of respect. It's the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Raising your voice, speaking loudly, arguing, uh, laughing loudly or running. All of these things are against the Adab of the Masjid. So please don't do that. Walk with dignity, come, join the join the jamaah When you come in, if you if you if if the jamaah is not there, then the first thing to do is to pray two rakat of Tahiyatul Majid. Unless you are very close to the time of Tulu or Tulu. Tulu won't happen because you come for Salatul Fajr anyway. But Guru, Maghrib time, if you like, you know, couple of minutes to Maghrib, then don't pray because this is not the time for making sujud. Otherwise, you can pray two rakat of Tahiyatul Majid. This is wajib, this is good, alhamdulillah. And Rabbi ordered us to do that. So always, as soon as you enter the masjid, before you sit down, so don't sit down. Once you sit down, then it is gone. So before you sit down, pray two rakat tahiyyatun masjid, inshallah, may Allah accept that from us. Right? Then where you pray? See, it is the individual responsibility of the person to make sure that he is praying in a place where he is not a block for somebody else and also nobody crosses in front of him so may putting your sutra in front of you is your responsibility if you don't do that somebody crosses in front of you then you are responsible so find a place where you can pray peacefully nobody disturbs you so ideally i tell people when you come into the the masjid go to the wall right go to one of the walls pray there nobody bothers you you are there in one corner nobody crosses before you Pray, finish your Tayyotun then you come and join the Saf wherever you are sitting. Because if you pray in the Saf, then always there is a somebody will walk in front of you, this, that, this, needless confusion, needless. If you are praying, especially first saf, if you are praying, somebody put your hand out. See, the idea is to avoid conflict, there is no need for conflict. So you pray in the first Saf. Then you put your hand out. Now you have a fiqhi masala. Should you, should you come from here? Why can't you go behind me? This is tariq. That is not tariq. All that happened. Why? Because you are praying in that place. Why do you pray in that place? Pray the whole masjid is there, my brother. Pray in a place where there is no need for conflict. Pray peacefully. Finish your salah. Come and sit in the first sub, second sub, whichever salaah it is. Make zikr, read, 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 read Quran, no problem. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Dignity is the main thing. This is a big thing as far as Islam is concerned. We are people of dignity. This is a deen of dignity. Everything in Islam is dignity. There is no. The haya is a is a shatrul iman. It's a part of iman. And haya applies to everything. Haya is not only you know the clothes you wear or something. Everything. Everything. How we talk, how. Oh, 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 everything. Right? Then ask people's names. Know people. I am telling you, I am ashamed to say. One of our brothers here who comes and prays, may Allah bless him, and May Allah, he, he, is, he is in hospital, now please make dua for him. Brother uh, Omar Baker, the Bosnian brother who comes, he is here, he is in hospital, right? Every Zohar Salah, he is with us. Now, I heard Dave yesterday that he was not well. Akil and I went to the hospital to see him. And the receptionist says, what is the last name? We don't know. I felt so ashamed, I said, Subhanallah, I mean I, I you know Malamat myself. <laughs> I said the man prays next to me every day. I didn't ask his last name. I said, Brother Omar, 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 there are you know, like like literally looking here, I can see two or two or two or three over. Like, beautiful name. But the last name, at something we should know, right? So please, especially all of us who come here on a regular basis. Talk to each other. I mean, this is... What we should do, we don't do. We, we, don't fight, we fight. Don't do that. Talk to each other. Ask each other's names. Know something about each other. I'm not saying do a deep down investigation about the man's life. No. I mean, <laughs> He's doing investigation of your life. Look at that. Right? So, we should know each other. We should be... We should ask about each other. You know, how are you? What are you? Uh, if we can help each other. Alhamdulillah. Sometimes there's no help required. It's just that somebody to talk to, somebody to share some ideas. You know, it's not as if, as if you have to worry about, you know, if, if I talk to him, he's going to ask me for money. No, he won't ask you for money. Just talk to the man. Very important to know, to know each other. Right? And then again the same thing. As you're going out, make dua, talk to people. And as you're going out, one very important thing, as far as Juma is concerned, oh, Ram- Ramadan, we have this problem every single day for tarawih But in Juma also. When you are going, go out silently. When you come into the masjid, come in silently. All your talking and so on, do it outside the masjid. Because in the masjid, the people who are praying, they have precedence over everybody else. If somebody is doing salah in the masjid, nobody must disturb him to the extent that it is not, it is preferred that even if you are reciting Quran, do it silently. Don't recite loudly because you will be disturbing. Somebody is praying next to you, you are reciting Quran, now you are disturbing his salah. No. You please recite the Quran, do it silently, no problem. Let, let the person, now If imagine if even for the Quran, if you are saying recite it silently, what about talking? Don't talk, talk softly and especially if it is some, if unless it is otherwise, go outside, the whole places, you know, talk to outside the masjid, wherever there is place, most welcome, please stand, talk, do what you like. But in the masjid, as far as possible, let it be silent. Let people who pray, let them pray and make the facility where the masjid must be a place which attracts, right? People must come directly. If I, I love to go to, I must go to the masjid. And this is for us to do, inshallah. Then when you come in, a very important aspect is to focus on straightening the saf. This is a responsibility of the imam as well. To turn around before he starts the salah to ensure that the saf is straight. People standing shoulder to shoulder, heel on the line. <clears throat> not toes, because people have feet of different lengths and if you li- try to line up by your toes, then your line will never be straight. So heel on the line. If there are people who are sitting in chairs, <clears throat> then ideally put the chair, the, the uh, back legs of the chair on the line and uh, you stand a bit forward. So that the legs of the chair, uh, they perform the role of uh, your place and um as far as uh, if you are um, if there's place be- uh, behind you then you can push the chair back and you can stand there but make sure that the saf is straight this is from the establishment of salah Rasulullah, as we know used to walk in the saf to see that the saf was straight so this is very important to do inshallah we ask allah to welcome us in his house he's opened his house for us we ask allah to that we are his guests we present ourselves and say ya Rab, we are your guests and as your guests you there's no one who honors guests more than you honor your guests so ya Rab, please accept our duas just just now we make dua for all our brothers and sisters who are ill who are in the hospital uh, we make dua for our brother Omar baker may allah subhanahu Wa ta'ala give him shifa and take away his pain and give him complete perfect health so he come back here and praise with us inshallah we make dua also for our brother gary Gary Madiman, who is also sick, who is also in hospital, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to cure him completely and to also give him uh, the sharf of Islam, inshaAllah. And uh, whoever else is uh, is ill, uh, there are other people also who are ill. I don't want to mention their name, but Alhamdulillah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for uh, complete shifa and for them and for complete health. <laughs>